Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. You know, the, the interesting thing about this is I'm actually... Um, yeah, I told, I told my wife this morning, I said, I'm really nervous this morning. She's like, why are you so nervous? She's like, you've spoken like thousands of times. And it's like, sometimes when it's family, you know, it, it's like, you know, you, you, want, you want to give them your best, even more so. And so, you know, when I see my daughters, I, I'm, I'm a father of four girls. And so if you, have, if you see like a bunch of girls running around, probably that's one of mine. And so, um, so I've got my oldest right over here, Ella, which... Uh, uh, last week, she actually shared a little bit about their trip, their youth trip uh, to San Diego, and it's a, uh, you know, it's just a, a tremendous uh, thing to be a part of this house, um, you know, and just to see how family, uh, you know, I know we say it a lot, but family has done really well here, and it's not just something that comes out in a message, it's something that's lived out, and so, and it's something as well that you guys have to catch as well, and you have been catching that, and as you continue to do that, you're going to, to continue to disciple and to raise up and to mentor those who's going to show what healthy family is. And I believe that that's going to be a, a, a beacon call here in Orange County is to bring back healthy families. Amen? W- would, would you receive that? Yeah? Um, it, it's, it's great to be known for something like that because it, it doesn't take much for a church to put on great messages or sermons or, or services and all that, but to do family well day in and day out the other six days of the week is tremendous. Amen? And so, uh, so we're here, and actually, uh, we are continuing along in the Identity Series, which goes along with family. And if you noticed in the worship this, uh, today, wasn't that such a tremendous time with the Father? Um, there's, I don't even know if I can say it without tearing up and all that, but just that, that last song that, that we were doing that with just one look, I, I just, every time that, that came up, uh, I'm fighting hard not to break down now, but... Um, <laughs> that's the thing I love about here too is, is you can be messy, you can be you know snot running down your face and all that, and it's and it's cool. It's 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 expected. It, something's wrong with you if it's not happening. No, um, but we, <laughs> but it reminded me of my relationship with my father, and my my my, my, my earthly father is still alive, and I remember. Remember, I'm going to share this little story before I jump in. Um, I remember I was in college. I was a strapping lad, 22 and all this. And, and, and I remember I went back to Illinois to visit them. And, and, and uh, so as I did, you know, I woke up one morning and kind of looked over and my dad's sitting in a chair right next to my bed. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. And, and, and so, and he's just sitting there just kind of just watching me. And I was like, okay. And so and he, he looks at me with that just one look and says, good morning. And I just, I just melted right there. And, and I see the Father doing that with us. That he's just waiting for you to wake up in the morning. He's waiting for you. He's anticipating your just seeing that he's there. And, and, he, and we know he's always there. But just seeing him there. Because he wants to say, good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. I've been waiting to see you. I, 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 could, I, I got up this morning so excited just to see you. And just that one look changes everything. 
And so it's, it's I, I know it as a father that when I see my daughters, when I, you know, and I creepily have kind of done that sometimes too, snuck in their room and just kind of sitting there and just how long is it going to take for them to wake up, you know? And, and, and you know, when somebody walks in the room, you know, that you can just kind of sense something's going on or someone's there. And so they'll kind of like little aisle peek, peek open and dad, what are you doing? I'm just enjoying you. I'm just taking joy in being with you, just watching you. And I believe the father wants to do that. And I think for some of us, we need to know that the love that he has for us is like that. We might not have experienced that uh, from a biological father, but I believe that he wants to not just show us scripturally how much he loves us, but I believe that if there is even anything in the past that even today God wants to bring healing and restoration in that area. Amen? Because as he begins to heal how we work and operate and, and, and how we identify ourselves and how we connect to him, that's going to bring healing and restoration in others' lives. Amen? Those that you touch, those that you work with, those that you go to school with, healing is going to come when health comes to you. When everything gets put back into right standing and right relationship, then that will flow out of you. But when you try to get it the other way around, and you try to get that, that, that uh, change everything else around you without that relationship and everything coming inside of you, it's, it gets backwards. Amen? So it, over the last couple of weeks, we've been working on the identity series. And the first week, we talked about being valued. And then last week, we talked about I'm righteous. I'm valued. I'm righteous. And so today, we're actually going to talk about I am a son or I'm a daughter. And so uh, I, I think when Jesse asked me to come up and to share this, uh, he asked me, he said, Ryan, he goes, which one stands out to you? And, and if you get to know me, you know, sometimes I can be a little oblivious to things. My wife points that out quite often. And I didn't even see the son or a daughter there. I'm a son, I'm a daughter. I'm like, oh, I like this and this, and, and this kind of stands out to me. He's like, Ryan, he goes, you got four kids. He goes, you're a father. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right, I am. And so, but... <laughs> But as uh, we did that, you know, it, it's interesting because um, as we grow in who we are, as we grow in realizing and understanding what God has called us to do, who he's spoken into us, and what, how he's wired us, he does that not just for our sake, but so for the sake that we can have that impact on others. So we can change uh, that world around us. We can change the community that you're in. And so what we're going to talk about today is what that, that, that son that sonship, that adoption that he brings us into. And I've got a few minutes to kind of do that because I want to save some time at the end because I really believe that God wants to do some, some tremendous things. But I'm going to share a couple scriptures first, and then we'll jump in. Before we do that, can I just pray? I know I've been talking a lot, but let me. I just want to pray because I believe that that's sometimes more effective than just me speaking. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that you, today, you were turning the hearts, as Malachi 4, 6 said, hearts of the fathers to the sons and daughters, and the hearts of the sons and daughters back to the father. And I believe that you're doing this as well with, with yourself. And so, Lord, we, we thank you. We invite you into every, every area, every step, every piece of our life. Because we want to see restoration. 
we want to see you as you are. We want to be, we want to see ourselves as you have created us, not what everybody else is standing in line to tell us who we are. But we want to see ourselves as you've created us. So Lord, would you do that today? Would you speak into our lives? Would you heal and restore? Would you draw us nearer to you? We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So um, as we're looking at this, I, I, you know, there's so many stories that I want to share, and I want to invite you into my life and into my family in this time. But I also want to take this time as well, not just to talk about my family and I, but um, we, uh, we've, um, we have a really interesting dynamic in our family, and, and, it's, and it's, a, it's a great dynamic because it's, uh, it's something that we, we see the Father has shown to us and we have decided that we want to take and share that with others, and we want to take and show that to our kids and raise our kids to be, uh, 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 to be confident and comfortable with who God has created them to be. But I want to share this passage of Scripture first. So um, we're going to pull up Luke, and Luke 11, verse 9. And this says, So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and, you will, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. For he who seeks finds. To him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from a father among you, will he give him a stone? Or will, if he asks for a fish, will he give him ser- serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And so as we look at this passage, what we're seeing is an example, and again, a father and son relationship. And we're seeing an example of what is a father who gives good gifts compared to a father who might not give good gifts. And I bring this out because we serve a father. And I could go through scripture upon scripture, but uh, with limited time, I want to make sure that that we, we move forward. But we understand how much God loves us. We understand how he's wired us and how he has drawn us to be, uh, uh, to be dr- drawn into that, to know the goodness that he has and to know that that love for us that he has. And so when we look at, at our relationship with our father, we see that that can impact how we see the Trinity, how we see the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And there is a, a platform, I guess you could say, or there's... Um, how we relate to our earthly father and mother sometimes would be how we see Father God, see Holy Spirit, or see the Son. If you have maybe a, an estranged relationship with your father, your earthly father, that can impact how you receive and how you view Father God. If you have an estranged relationship with your mother, that can impact how you view uh, the Holy Spirit. And if you have maybe an estranged relationship with uh, siblings or friends, that could impact how you see Jesus. And so um, one thing that I've realized is that as we learn that dynamic, God wants to bring healing, yes, in those areas with those natural relationships, but first he wants to bring healing in those areas that uh, with him so that we can approach the throne with grace. We can to obtain mercy so that we can be connected to him. We can be allowed to just grow in what he has. But when we get connected with the son, what that brings is companionship and communication. You know, when we look to Jesus, 
he's our, many times talked about our best friend. You know, he's our friend. He's our elder brother. And so when we look at the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit connects with mother. And many times that is comfort and teaching. But I'm going to focus today on the father. And the father many times brings identity and value. Many times brings protection and provision. And so when a father brings identity, he imparts identity and value to us. With Jesus, he said, this is my son whom I love. And with him, I'm well pleased. He said that many times in the Gospels. But as we look at this, we see that identity is established based on how a father communicates with their children. You see, when your earthly father may or may not have communicated with you, and that impacts how you see and how you communicate with your heavenly father. It also is impacted in how your father communicates to you and about you. One thing that I've seen in, in, with our kids is we've made an effort to really try to create an environment to where communication is, is healthy and it's there. We actually try to communicate or create a situation to where we see that they're given opportunity to grow and, to, and even to fail. One of the things that, that I love about uh, my kids uh, growing and, and moving is that they like Ella shared up last week, she shared a little bit of a testimony about how she, um, you know, just, just how God was speaking to her. One of the biggest things that we value is we wanted to create an environment to where our kids will take that step and that effort to learn how to hear the voice of God and how to act on it and to work in that, in that boldness and that faith. And so as we create that environment, what that does is that creates a space for her to take chances. And I believe that that's one thing that happens here in presence. Just with this ministry time, just with this connecting time, this was something that was created and put here so that we could, we could learn how to make mistakes. We could learn how to love on each other. There's no mistake in love, but we learn how to connect with each other. We learn how to hear the Holy Spirit. We learn how to minister and just to, just to build each other up. And so as we do that, we learn how to, to just speak life into others. For years... Um, I had worked with one of my kids' uh, schools, and we created a, a, a ministry called All Pro Dads. And so what we did is we went into the schools, and we brought dads and kids together to just connect. And we created a space for them to just build relationship. One of the things that we started off with in all of these meetings is we had all of the parents go around, or all the dads go around, and with each child, one by one, be able to share, this, this is my son or my daughter. And this is what I love about them. And so they're sharing publicly what they love and they desire. They're speaking those things out. And more than anything else that happened in that time, our kids just grew just in be having those words spoken over them, that, that value spoken over them. And that's what our father does. He speaks those words of value over us so that we know because how many times are people lining up to tell you what they think of you? If you don't go to the Father to find out what he says about you, others will tell you what they think of you. Yeah. yeah? And so as they do that, you begin to build a construct that says, oh, maybe that's who I am. Mom kept saying that I was like this. Or how many times have you guys ever been said, well, you're just like your father or you're just like your mother? 
and it's never used as a compliment, right? And so as you, as you do that, you realize that they're speaking something into you. And if you're not building and growing and, 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 and having that connection with what God says that you are, others will tell and shape you. And all of a sudden, now you'll start to see yourself in that light that, oh, maybe this is who I am. Maybe they were right. And so that's why it's important to reestablish that and to, re, uh, to re- rebuild that. My father never heard his father tell him I love you in his entire life. Can you imagine going your entire life always wondering what it's like? Do they really love me? Well, of course, I, I put food on the table. I, I put a roof over your head. Of course I love you, but we need to hear it. And so that's why it's important that even when it comes to bringing that identity to friends, speaking that, that identity to coworkers and all that, showing that love and showing who they are because you will start to uh, show them identity. You will start to bring that identity of who God says that they are. And so as we see that, we see that when that doesn't happen, when the child doesn't have their identity established, they begin to start to fill in the blanks with other things. And so as they fill in the, the blanks with the other things, it, it creates a dynamic of dysfunction later on. So here's a myth that might happen. Something that might be said is, well, if I only do this, maybe I'll be noticed by God. Or maybe if, if I have a, you know, if, if I have a tremendous outreach and, and 30 people come to the Lord, maybe then he'll notice me. That's a myth. That's a performance-based relationship, not something that comes out of relationship with who he is with you. Another area that fathers provide for us is protection. And so as we look at this protection, we see that uh, in a healthy family, a child uh, is, is scared. Who do they look to for protection? Their dad. So when we get scared, who do we look to? many times in a healthy context of our relationship with our Heavenly Father. We look to Him. Yeah, we may reach out to uh, our earthly father, but many times we look out to our Heavenly Father to find out, God, you know, do you have this situation? Do you have me protected? How many of you have been in a situation to where you've you've had others come against you? You've had others say things about you. They've tried to, to, to build you down or tear you down even in the middle of things that are going around you that are going right. It's easy to get sucked into that when you do, start to see yourself as maybe they're right. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe God's not providing that protection that I need of, of who I am. And we start to question and wonder because we go through certain things that God is, uh, is not there for us. And so we look to Father God for safety and protection. And so as we look to him for safety and protection, he provides that. Many times at night, my, uh, my daughter, my, seven, my nine-year-old, has come out to us, and she'll come in and she'll, Dad, I'm scared. And she comes to us because she's looking to us to take care of her, to provide for her, and to protect her from whatever. And so, yeah, we, we provide a, an atmosphere to where she comes, and she, 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 she'll sit with us, she'll we'll calm her down and all that, but also... What we're called to do as parents is to provide uh, not just protection, but how when she gets in those times, how she can actually 
step out and move those in, in those times herself. And so as she does, and she learns how to uh, pray for herself, she, she grows in that area. So we're creating those, those things for her to do that. So, all right. I'm getting dry mouth, so I'm going to take a drink of water. You guys like Ryan. It's about time. You sound like Sylvester the calf. <laughs> all right. So I told you guys I was a little bit nervous, but all right. There we go. Okay, now I don't sound like Sylvester. You know, that's one thing that, that I do is whenever I get really nervous, I start getting cotton mouth, and I start talking like that. You know, and, and, so, and I've, I've done that in interviews, and, it's, and it's, it's pretty, but yeah, so you guys don't get that anymore, but we're good. So, but when it comes to protection, how many times have you guys said this when you were kids? My dad can beat up your dad. Yeah? Yeah. So how many of you still say that? You know? well, but when we, we say that, we, we're looking for that dad to protect us. But our father protects us, and he gives us that, that feeling of safety because we know that there's an enemy that tries to derail us or if he can't get us to make bad decisions to at least distract us. And so as we do that and we realize that, that, that God wants to move us a particular place, he also wants to protect us and, and keep us from what the enemy is trying to derail us from. In Psalms 121.7, it says, He will keep you from every form of evil or calamity as he continues to watch over you. 2 Timothy 4.18 says this, And my Lord will continue to deliver me from every form of evil and give me life in his heavenly kingdom. Many times we look at a situation, we go through trauma or we go through trial. As, as Eileen shared the word, this, this is so ap- appropriate to this because me- sometimes we've gone through something traumatic or we've gone through something that's been very personal to us and we've asked the question, God, where were you in the middle of this? Did you leave me in the middle of this to go through this? And so when we take on that mindset, we realize, you know what? I don't know if he really truly cares for me. So it's important that we get connected and find out. And so many times we, we walk people through even just kind of asking and taking time to say, God, where were you in this? To get that answer from him. Because many times... He's right there. He's actually protecting us from greater dangers and greater things. And so as we, we, we see that, we see that he offers that protection and that provision. And the last thing is provision. And so what he does is a father is seen as a provider of financial security. Sometimes even if the mother has the capability of creating more of an income. And so as we see this, our father supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. And so as he provides that, he takes care of us. He takes care of everything that we need. And as he does that, it creates a mindset of we can go to him as a source. One thing that we teach our kids is many times they'll try to come to us and they'll say, Dad, can I, can I have $5 for this? And what we want to try uh, to keep connected with them with is if you stay in connection with me, I'm not going to just give you the $5, but I'm going to see what you need, and I'm going to take care of you. So much more greater than $5 worth. I said, will you trust me for the $5, or will you trust me to take care of so much more than the $5? And so our kids have gotten to know that, and so now they don't necessarily come out so many times and say, hey, Dad, I, I want, you know, can I have $20 for this? They're like, hey, Dad, I love you, you know? And, and they, they know how to use it. They know how to milk it. So they're just like, Dad, you're my favorite dad. I just love you so much, Dad. All right, what do you want? 
I just, I just want to tell you I love you, Dad. Okay, okay, well, well you know, this, last, this has like a, a five-minute shelf life on it. And so my seven-year-old many times will just stand up, me, stand up and look up at me and just, Dad, I just love you. All right, what do you want? What do you want? And, and, and so, but that what they've accessed, even as funny as it is, is they've realized that when we come to him, God, I love you. Father, I love you. And we, we may have in the back of our mind that prayer list. God, could you answer this? Could you step into this situation? But if we just come to him, just God, I just love you. Just like we did in worship this time. Just say, Lord, we love you. We just want to be in your presence. And I know that when my kids come to me and they just say, Ryan, or Ryan, Dad, they say, Ryan, we're going to have another talk. They start saying, but Dad, I love you. And when, when Adeline says that to me at seven years old, it melts my heart. And all of a sudden, I'm like, anything you want, Adeline. You, anything you want. You just ask right now, anything you want. And how much is, if, if, if me, you know, not being a perfectly heavenly father knows how to give good gifts like that, how much more so does he know how to give those gifts when we just come to him just to say, God, I just want to be here and love on you. Times like this, I truly believe that we had in worship today. Don't just make us feel good, but they're doing things in our future. They're doing things behind the scenes in our lives that God is creating time and space for us so that he can step into and say, you know what? I love my kids so much. They didn't ask for this, but I'm going to step into this situation. I'm going to take care of this down the road. And they're not even going to know it's going to be an issue, but I'm going to take care of it before they even get to it because that's what a good father does. And a good father also will say, you know what? Because you've asked, because you've just taken the time to tell me that you love me, I, I want to just shower this on you. And so, because, and, and now I, I'm sure with my daughter listening here, we're going to get in the car and she's going to say, Dad, I, I love you, you know. And, um, okay, okay, all right. So, well, as I'm mentioning these three things, how God provides provision, protection, and identity and value. I want to just take a few moments here just to kind of wrap up, and, and I know that this was kind of brief and, and all that, but I believe that God does want to restore, and God does want to rebuild. And so what I want to do is I want to just ask everyone just to, kind of, just to stand up, because I'm going to go ahead and, and close here, but I'm going to close with a little bit of a time of ministry. And if you feel that you, you, you say, you know what, Ryan, as you were explaining how earthly relationships have an impact, on, or, or my earthly relationship with my father has an impact on my heavenly father, or my earthly relationship with my mother has an impact on uh, the Holy Spirit, or my sibling relationship has an impact on Jesus, I want, I want to have that restored. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask everyone just to close your eyes. And I'm not so much making this a public statement because this is intimacy between you and God. But if you said, Ryan, whether it's in the area of identity, provision, protection, or value, I want, I want to see that restored in my relationship with God. God, I want that restored. If that's you, what I want you to do I want you just to lift up both hands. 
And the reason that I'm asking you to lift up both hands is because this is a, an international sign of surrender. And what you're doing with lifting both hands is you're, one, you're saying, God, I'm giving these things over to you. But, Lord, I'm also in a position to receive. And so what, what I'm going to do is I'm just, just going to pray and lead you in prayer. And as we go through this, just allow the Lord to just minister, just to break off, just to restore, just to do what he wants to do so that you can walk in freedom and you can walk in that health. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for what you're doing in our hearts. I thank you how you're restoring the hearts of the sons to the fathers and the fathers to the sons. You're restoring the hearts of the daughters to the fathers and the fathers to the daughters. And so, Lord, in this time, actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to repeat these words after me. Jesus, I hand over and just say whatever the area it is that you're struggling I hand that over to you and I ask for healing. I ask for restoration. I ask for you to rebuild that thing in my heart. I, I don't want any hindrance between you and I. I don't want anything to come in between this perfect love that you have for me. Lord, I speak, and I declare health, restoration, freedom. Satan, you have, you have no more of a stronghold on this area. We thank you, Lord, and we receive from you healing and restoration. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. So with that being said, I, I, I want to do one more thing. I want to do one more thing, and then I'll hand it over to Pastor Jesse. If you want to have your, if the desire of your heart is to have your earthly, your relationship with your earthly father restored, I, I just, we just want to pray with you again. And so what we're going to do is, is I'm going to, I'm going to do this one more time. I'm going to ask you guys just to close your eyes. And if that is you, I'm just going to ask that you just, uh, well, what we're going to do is we're just going to pray. And then we'll all just kind of repeat these words. We'll kind of say this, and then we'll, just, we'll move forward, and we'll bring that healing and restoration. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask everybody to, to just say this even if you have a healthy relationship with your, your father. Lord Jesus, I thank you for my earthly father. Whether he was present or he was absent, I ask you to restore, if he's still alive, that you restore my relationship with him. If he's not, I pray for he I ask for healing for the past. And Lord, we thank you that as you help me to, <laughs> to be a leader, to be a, a spiritual father 
or a spiritual mother, that you help me to walk in health and, and, and wellness from here on. That I walk healthy as you have prepared for me. We thank you, Lord. We receive what you have. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So. All right. We're good. Come on. That was awesome. Oh. That was awesome. I love that we have powerhouses in our family. Just can't like looking around like a bunch of racehorses. All right. Um, if you're part of the prayer team, come on up front. Come on up front. We've got the uh, Elements course. This is right after this, number two. Remember, the, day, uh, the first week went amazing. Um, so Natalie's jumping in with level two, with uh, the next uh, week two on it. So that's going to be awesome. Don't forget that if you're involved in that this week. Um, what else? Uh, I think that's it. That's it. Father, we love you. Oh, I just love Ryan. Ryan did an amazing job. I just, can we just give him one more time? One more time. It was awesome. And because I just, I know the father that he is, and I just, I recognize, like, this is, he lives in. This is why his kids are amazing. This is why they're up front giving testimonies. Um, so, um, yeah. Anyway, Lord, let's just pray for us. God, we love you. We pray for this day. God, pray for this week, God, that we would, uh, that we would just, we would be walking around as confident sons and daughters, Lord, full of identity, protection. And uh, um, uh, what was the third one, Ryan? Provision. Yes, Lord. Um, so thank you, Father, for that. God, we love you, and uh, we're excited for what you're going to do in our world. Amen. Amen. Come on up if you need prayer, you need a word of knowledge. If, you, if, if something struck a chord today, come on up and just get prayed over. And, uh, and God wants to do a lot today. So bless you guys. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.